Looking to cut down on food waste and time spent in the kitchen? Well, HelloFresh sends you pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow recipes so you can get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12face and use code 12face for 12 free meals, including free shipping. This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello! <laughs> wow, man. Why do you do that every time? You hate yourself uh, when you go overly uh, enthusiastic. Jeff wants to always land on like a 6 out of 10 in, for enthusiasm, but he, he that was 11. I don't know why you overshot so far. Yeah, he uh, he opens 11 and then he hates himself for it and then he, he goes down. Yeah. At least yeah. he didn't do the whole thing this time. He stopped after hello. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, one of you guys is going to do the intro this week. I'm taking a break. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Who's going to do it? I nominate Gavin. You want to do a vote? Oh, you can do a vote. I like a good vote. How about this? I don't like the way I don't like the vote. The vote's going to go Jeff. sideways. How about this? <laughs> you can't vote me. It's, it's either of you. I'm, <laughs> I'm abstaining. I vote Jeff. What, what if we do the number thing? Eric can pick a number and, and you guys try to get closest to it. This seems way too complicated. For okay, us I to got it. I picked the, the number. Go ahead. Give me. Go ahead. What's, say well, what's, what's, the, what's the range? One to 100. Give me a number. Okay. No, I'm not going to say it. Could you have any? You go ahead. You go first. You got you to gotta mute. You got to deafen. Why do I have to deafen? We're going back and Welcome forth on numbers. Welcome to Face, the podcast where Jeff, Gavin, and Andrew get into <laughs> wacky hijinks and talk about it weekly. Are you new to the show? You have a lot to, of catching up to do. Welcome to the Zimmer Zone. Did you know Andrew didn't eat a pencil? Gavin washed his hair with dog shampoo. This and more on today's episode of Face. So here's what happened, right? I bought this jacket and it had the alarm thing still in it. Didn't realize, walked out, probably set the alarm off, got home, it was still in there. I thought, uh-huh. could probably cut this out. But then I thought, I'll leave it in. I'll see what happens out in the world. Um, probably of the 400 theft alarms I set off in various shops around England, it was investigated maybe three times. And every <laughs> really? time I just had to say, oh, it's like in this jacket. And they'd go, okay. At no <laughs> point was a bag that I was holding ever checked. The worst time was at, I think I went to Alton Towers, which is a theme park in england and it set off what i thought was a metal detector but it happened to also be set off by that thing they came over some police were there they were like what are you doing i was like i just got it in my jacket and they're like all right it was uh very inconvenient but because i'd never actually stolen anything it became funny because my friends (laughs) were always annoyed and they never wanted to go shopping with me which was great (laughs) because i don't really like going shopping anyway that's about it really just uh over the course of a couple of years testing all of the alarms around england did you ever come up with a strategy to deal with this to avoid being well i guess it happened so rarely but did you ever adjust your approach when entering stores what like trying to not set them off like testing no, no 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 okay so i forgot that this had happened to me i had the same experience i could never figure out what was triggering it but i had one combination of clothing that would set off an alarm every time i'd go into stores a combination yeah, like I couldn't figure out what it was. I like I think it may have been the underwear, but like it would happen what? frequently. I don't know. I never figured out what piece was doing it. This thing in my jacket was like a, a coaster sized disc. And I can't yeah. imagine having one of those in underwear and being able to sit down on it. No, no, it wasn't like a coaster. It was like okay. I woke up and this was like a superpower I gained overnight. Like it just suddenly started happening. How old are you when this happened? Uh, probably 16, maybe 17. Okay. In that range. I have some questions for the coaster size disc when we're past that, but let's talk about this right now. How did you like, what was the culmination? Uh, it was, well, it's just like short, like what items of clothing did I have on? Or like, how did it, what did it, what did it lead up to? Did it just like stop one day? Yeah. It was just like one day I noticed the alarm went off and I was like, huh, that was weird. And then it happened like four more times in a row. And I thought that's probably not a coincidence. This is probably me. And then every time I'd go into that store, the alarm would go off and I was wearing some piece of clothing. I don't know. So it was just one store. Yeah, it was mainly one store is where I I remember it. Yeah, it was weird. It was like a London drugs thing, but it was in both of them. But then it just stopped all at once. Like just suddenly it didn't go off anymore. Or did you No, I think I threw away the underwear and then it stopped. But I can't like I don't understand why the underwear would have been the cause. I don't see how a combination is in effect. 
Yeah. Like, did you always wear the same pair of underwear with the same socks or something? And that's why you couldn't narrow it down? Well, yeah, I'm not like a socks guy. I don't have a large range of outfits, and I would buy multiples of the same thing. You're not, not a, a socks, socks guy. guy. What? Can you... Can, all right, can we talk about that for a second? Sure, go ahead. What does that mean? When you say I'm not a sock guy, what explain or elaborate, please? I own socks. I don't often wear them unless I'm going to somebody's house. If I'm going to someone's house, then I'll wear them. Okay, so you. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take us through a scenario because so, I just want to understand this. Yeah. So so you get up. Uh, you're moving about your house barefoot, probably or whatever. That's fine. That's yep. cool. Uh, you decide you're gonna leave. It's Tuesday. You're gonna leave uh, your house to go. Uh, th- by the way, we are assuming this is in a non-pandemic world. This is like yep. Pandemic never happened, or it was before the whatever. So uh, you're gonna go to uh, you're gonna go to the uh, convenience store to buy a lottery ticket, and then you were gonna go to the movies and a McDonald's to get some food and come home. At you would put shoes like closed-toed shoes on, like a pair of Nikes yeah. with no socks. Yeah, and then go do all of those things, and then come home, and then take it off and go about your day barefoot. However, if it's a Wednesday and you are going to go do, you're going to go to the grocery store, but then you're also going to swing by Gavin's house uh, to help him set up his Xbox because he's too stupid to understand how to close his NAT <laughs> or how to open his NAT up. And he's having all kinds of, and you try to do it over the phone. And you, then you even try to do it over a Zoom call. And it's just pointless because Gavin is, he's just not there mentally. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to go over to Gavin's <laughs> house and you're going to help him open up his NAT, which is the easiest thing in the world. Anyway, but so you would put socks on for that purpose. Now, is that correct? Yes. Is that for a smell reason or is that because if you you're afraid you're going to take your shoes off at Gavin's house, you don't want to walk around Gavin's house barefoot? Yeah, I'm assuming if I'm going to someone's home, I'll take my shoes off and I feel like going barefoot in another person's home is rude. I would agree. I would also say that a sock has a job that it does pretty well in that Mm -hmm. it's the cleanable part. You can easily wash a sock and as it soaks up, you know, the day's worth of foot sweat, it's not going to sit there overnight for months on end in an unwashed shoe. You just swap the sock. You maintain a nice smelling shoe for much longer. Listen, Gav, there's a whole lot to dive into in terms of how disgusting this is. I just wanted to get through the facts first so we understood. (laughs) Obviously, Andrew, as an adult male human being who sweats and goes about the rigors of being a human being, he must have stinky fucking feet. The sock hides the stink. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The sock absorbs the stink. So you must have and stinky feet are sour. They're gross. It's a bad one. (laughs) So sour. Yeah. You never smell like a sour, stinky foot, like somebody ran around all day long and sweated in their fucking shoe and they in their Nikes. Oh, that's the worst smell. Jeff, I'm not out here smelling feet. Okay, I don't have my fucking nose and shoes. Unfortunately, for those of us who wear socks diligently, we don't always have a choice because we're not subjected to stinky feet in our homes. So we don't have the opportunity to develop uh, any natural immunities to it. So when I go out in the street, if I go to the grocery store or whatever, and somebody's got stinky feet out, I'm going to notice it even more than, say, you would because you live in filth and stinky feet. I also, I feel like a, a shoe alone doesn't absorb great. I can, I don't, I don't ever wear a shoe without a sock on because to me, I don't like the feel. But I can imagine after a hot, you know, sweaty Texas day, there might be some slush in the shoe. How, yeah. how bad can it get? Pretty bad. I don't live in Texas, so I don't know, like, the fucking Texas scenario does nothing to me. I live in a pretty cold place. Yeah, I have. Oh, I guess I have. Do you pop socks on? (laughs) Uh, Let me think. Yeah. Do I put socks on? Do I put socks on in Texas? I... yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm a socks guy on the road, I guess, depending on climate. Socks socks on the road. (laughs) Well, let me... Let me... Let me ask you another question, either of you. Do either of you know what the grossest thing on the planet Earth is? Poof. Like a bodily fluid that is collected in a visible, like a cup of sweat to me. So like, gross. yeah, okay. So Oof. yeah, cup of sweat would be gross. So some of the stuff they did in Jackass 2 was, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Andrew, how about you? I'm trying, I would agree with that. That would be bad. Uh, I don't know, maybe fucking just shit everywhere. The toilet exploded. <laughs> That'd be pretty bad. All right, it exploded toilet. Those yeah, are my- like... <laughs> That's say it in a gross way as well. No, 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 no. It's just I was talking to somebody yesterday and they're saying at their work, their sink got clogged. It was a Vans in, in Texas and uh, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with the sink. 
and somebody flushed and then the sink drained. They're like, that was weird. And then they came back and apparently like the toilet fucking exploded and shit covered all the walls and they needed to get like a team in there to deal with that. So it's a pretty fucking gross thing. It's an immediate one that comes to mind. If you have to call a team, it's gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are both hideous. Those are I agree with you both. Those are both terrible things. However, there is one at least one thing grosser. Uh, the grossest thing on earth. And the grossest thing on earth is the black, hard, crusted surface of the inside of a pair of Birkenstocks. When a person wears a pair of Birkenstocks and they sweat and it turns black and just like, just shimmery and gross. And the only difference between those Birkenstocks and anybody who doesn't wear socks with their fucking Nikes is that we have to see the Birkenstocks and we can't see the Nikes. My point being... I bet your shoes, you should wash your shoes. What, because a Birkenstock, you can see inside it? Yeah, you can see inside it because there's no sides. So you can see the damage that a dirty foot does to the insole. But in a regular pair of shoes, it's hidden. Yeah, I mean, I assume, Andrew, if you wore the same pair of socks for the same length of time, you wore a pair of shoes. Like, say you got two years out of a pair of shoes, but you just wore mm -hmm. a pair of socks for two years. I imagine it would be a hideous, crusty mess. It would probably not be good. I'm a, I buy one pair of shoes a year. And I just ride those out. Those probably don't smell great. But once again, I'm never smelling shoes in the wild. Yeah, but other people are. No, who is? I'm saying who? My hand is raised. What if you get into a lift? Uh. Get into a cab of some sort? Yeah. You don't, I don't, I don't think you smell shoe smell in a cat. What do you mean? I'm not <laughs> fucking sitting my legs up. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's down low. When you go to somebody's house, they have a fucking shoe closet, typically. I think the problem... The problem is, Andrew, it's like as a smoker doesn't ever smell cigarette I smoke. I think yeah. you just don't. You're just immune to the smell. You, yeah, I'm nose blind is what you're saying. You might, you might be a little nose blind feet. to it. Anyway, so you never did you did you throw the underwear away or I believe like, I threw the underwear away. And that's when it stopped. Yeah, I, I remember it stopping kind of around then or maybe like I, I don't I think it was the underwear, but it wouldn't make sense to be the underwear. But it stopped around that time. I had completely forgotten that this was a thing I went through until Gavin brought up that story. I was curious if he had a system, though, because what I did, my, my genius idea to deal with this, because I was worried that somebody was going to approach me and be like, what's going on? I started going into that store backwards. That was my plan. <laughs> because then if anyone looked at the alarm, I'd also be looking at the sound where the alarm was. So I would just always walk into the London Drugs backwards during that time. <laughs> This is my great game plan. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> okay, well, if I'm in the store, right? If I'm in the store already, I'm going to be look like the alarm goes off. I'm going to be looking at that. If I'm going in forward, I very clearly just walked in. I caused that alarm. If I go in backwards, I'm a guy near the front of the store that is also confused by the alarm. But if you're walking in backwards, you're pointing in the direction that someone would be facing <laughs> if they were stealing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but I'm at the entrance of the, the store. Nobody enters on that side. Wait, why do they have one on the entrance then? If it's entrance <laughs> they, they got one on the entrance and exit. Nobody exits on that side. You exit near the tills, which are on the opposite side of the store. I'd never dare walk through what would be the exit. So you look like a guy walking in the entrance only backwards. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I, I still don't understand. You, you be, like, if they pull you into the security room and they show you the footage, are you going to be like, uh, your security system's clearly recording backwards. I'm on the way out. What, no, what no, 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 no. Now, if they brought me in, I'd say, look, this is the length in which I didn't want to be here. This is a clothing thing. I walked in backwards so that you wouldn't suspect it was me because I just didn't want to talk to anybody because it was front of the store. They had all the like the drinks and stuff. Can I, I mean, if you're prepared to do that and I have another <clears throat> way I want to take this. But first off, if you're prepared to have that conversation, why not just have it in advance? What do you mean? Why not just find the security guy and say, like, listen, my underwear sets off the alarm. Just to let you know, I come here a couple times a week. Don't arrest me. See, back then, I, I really didn't mind talking to people. I used to like going through those sort of procedures as an innocent person. Like, yeah. I didn't ever mind if my bag was, like, randomly inspected at airport. I'd be like, yeah, I feel like uh, if you look through that bag, you'll find absolutely no criminal items. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. I'll be on my way. But it was it was just really good because... If I ever didn't buy anything and my friend did and he had a bag, I would just set the thing off and I'd be like, oh my, this guy. And I just point <laughs> yeah. at the guy yeah. and then he would get searched. They would almost never search me. And I got to the point where I was so confident doing this that even if they did search me, I would just be like, oh, I stole this coat from a different store. Don't worry. I didn't take it from here. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
If I were you, Andrew, what I would have done is taken the underwear and I would have staged myself outside, balled it up, and then I would have waited mm-hmm. for an old man to walk in and then I would have slipped the underwear in his pocket and then I would have followed him around the <laughs> store and then at the end, if the alarm went off, they would have come in to check on the old man and it would have been weird and then he would have pulled the underwear out and then you could have been like, oh, weird, old man has my underwear. He's, he's, he's a creep. Uh, and then you could have got your underwear back knowing that it had that power or if you walked, if the guy walked out and the alarm didn't set off, A, you know, the underwear is not special. You let it go. Or B, you can do the same thing and go, hey, that old man has my underwear. Why do you have my underwear, old man? And then you get your underwear back. Yeah, but with my shoe smell, I'm never going to sneak up on anybody. Flaw with your plant. <laughs> How am I going to creep up with this apparent shoe smell I'm dealing with? So we got to go all the way back to there first. I'm glad you shove a pair of socks on for other people's houses, though. I think that's quite considerate. And, and I feel like that, that is what I would expect of someone. But in America, there's like a weird thing with socks because Americans, you you could either get the barefoot or you could get the person who doesn't even take the shoe off, which to me is an insane decision oh, to make. It's uh, yeah. you, you never know when you when you invite someone into your house, you never know what their norm will be. And usually, in my experience, it's people putting their shoes on my couch. All right. <laughs> there's no need for it. That the sock is fine. It's probably cleaner than the barefoot and the shoe because it's the least used thing. Yeah, I got to say, if we're not at the beach, I don't want to see your feet ever. I will, I will never subject anyone a to pool. a barefoot. No. If, unless there's water involved. There's, there's got to be water involved, right? There's got to be water sports involved. <laughs> I also, I, I, I got to go. I agree with you, Gav. I think it's a little... um. It's just you just think about all the doo doo and stuff you bring in on your shoes into somebody else's house. I mean, I guess it's their house, so it doesn't. But matter. you, you were yeah. one of the people who yelled at me for for going sock in house. Yeah, I just don't like socks. Uh, it's just it, so I, I I I don't know why you would rather me walk around your house with shoes and sit on your couch with shoes on. I don't want you sitting on my couch with shoes on. I don't want you to put the shoes on my couch. Wait, what do you want from me then? What do you want from me? I've always just slipped the shoes off at the door, just gone socked. I don't have a problem with you going socked. Hmm. When did I ever have a problem with you going sock? I'm sure there's a recorded conversation. I don't want to see. I don't want to see your feet, and seeing your socks is better than seeing your feet, but it still looks <laughs> like a foot a little bit. So, like, if they, you know how people have foot fetishes, I guess I'm the opposite. I'm the. I have. I have a foot anti fetish. I don't want to ever. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't want to see what your foot looks like. I don't want to see your foot shape. I don't want to see your toe sticking out. <laughs> so I guess. I guess when I lived with you and I had to look at your dumb feet through socks, I probably got annoyed over time. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it, Gav. It was probably an unwinnable situation for you. Yeah. I apologize. And, but, but then again, when when uh, like Ben would come to stay, he was his socks were off as he was walking in. He would ha- he would be kicking socks all over the place. He had probably 12 pairs of socks around your living room. And to me, that was outrageous. But you still yelling at me about my socks on. I love Ben. We all love Ben. But Ben was an unteachable, untrainable person when it came to that <laughs> stuff. There was no point in me trying to get Ben to pick up candy wrappers or throw away pizza boxes or keep his socks anywhere out of my important shit. Uh, It just wasn't going to happen. So I just learned to live with it. You got to temper your expectations. You, I have higher standards or different standards. I shouldn't say higher standards. They're not higher. I had a lot of high standards for I just I, I have different standards for you, Gavin. And I think that there are things that you are capable of. Well, I did my best. I, you, I you was, were great. Uh, I'm in a new country. You know, I didn't know what you wanted from me. I just assumed this was the least offensive move. I, it listen, it, I thought it was a huge success when we lived together. I loved it. I would go back to that. Yeah. Would you say you're a shoe guy, Jeff? Yeah. Do you th- now, are you a shoe guy because you like shoes or that's how much you hate feet? Both. Really? I like okay. I like I like a kind of shoe. I like Vans. You know, I've got like my 60 pairs of Vans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and like two pairs of Nike's, one for uh, running and one for cross training, like climbing, like like uh, like mountain mountain climbing, not mountain climbing. I don't do that. <laughs> shit, like hiking, you know, like like cross tr- training or whatever they call it for running around the woods and then for running around in streets. There's the only acceptable time to wear uh, running shoes. And then the rest is Vans. Like trail running. Yeah. OK. So I do like, you know, I do collect those shoes, uh, I guess. But I also, I just don't, I just don't like feet. I don't like to think That's about fair. them. Are yeah. you shoe guy, Gavin? Do you buy, sh- like, how many pairs of shoes do you buy per year? Uh, I usually buy, like, one pair of custom Converse every year. Okay. And I try and make okay. them hideous to look at, like, offensive to the eyes. <laughs> you do great. What's, do you have, do you have, like, an example of, like, a best of worst shoe? Uh, my current ones have, like, the zebra-striped 
rubber around the rim with <laughs> avocados and lemons and strawberries Ugh. in like a clashing pattern all around <laughs> the thing. And I think a pink part. I don't know. I can send you some pictures. They're pretty. They're, uh, they're awful. That, that sounds, sounds bad. Yeah. Nick's not a shot guy either. Yeah. Nick, Nick, what are your thoughts on this uh, this sock situation? Why do why do you avoid the sock? Well, no, I, I don't like socks. Uh, they're not very comfortable, and uh, I won't wear them around my own house. I will stay barefoot at all times if I can. If I'm going to a friend's house or whatever, I'll wear socks, wear shoes, and I'll make sure to keep them on uh, unless my friend is cool with me taking off the shoes. What if you're going to the store? Are you going to throw socks on to go to the store? Uh, yeah, we'll throw socks on for that. Uh, see, that's too much work. Yeah, I that's feel like you are work. a sock guy then. Yeah, he is a sock guy. I, I, I disagree with him. Your, in your own home guy. doesn't really count i think no you can do whatever you want you set the rules i wear socks at home for a good reason in that there's four cats and there's probably like cat food crumbs around where we feed them and i hate having to scrape that off the bottom of my foot and a sock will get in the way of that and then i sweep that shit it's just a lack of convenience having to throw socks on if you're just doing like one stop so i'm not a sock guy i only own i have like 40 pairs of the same sock i'm a big convenience person yeah, but you live in the most... You have to shimmy into bed every day. No, night. no, no, no. I fixed that. I fixed that, Gavin. That's done. I moved right, things you around. Move? Last time you I knocked over a cabinet around. or something. Yeah. <laughs> slipped on a sushi bag. I did. Well, it's a plastic container. It's not a bag. Yeah. We're not having that debate again. So what modifications were made to your living situation? Oh, I just... I moved... I had this 50-inch TV. It was kind of blocking the way. Moved that. And then I moved the filing cabinet. And uh, we're all good. I have so you much have more room. filing cabinet. Filing cabinet. Yeah, I have a filing cabinet. For all of your documents? Yeah, what, how many documents do you have that you need a cabinet? Uh, I, I have less than six documents, I'd assume. It's mainly filled with, like, old video games and ah, shit like that. Ah, ah. Yeah. So, Andrew, I have a question. You, you just said you have, uh, you're a big convenience guy. Yeah. <sighs> that was convenient for me. <laughs> and uh, you said you have, like, 40 pairs of the same sock. Yep. But you don't wear socks. So yeah. here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that we haven't keyed into the... I think we've gotten very close, but I don't think we've keyed into the fact that you might be a hoarder. No, I'm not a hoarder. 40 pairs of socks you don't wear? No, I, they're all in a fucking... They're in a nice thing. It's one they're of the nice best things I've cabinet. ever done. Yeah, they're in a beautiful <laughs> filing they're filed. Actually, they're filed, filed under S for socks. <laughs> you're, you're, you made, you're joking, but I do think I put my socks in there at one point, but they're no longer in the filing cabinet. Um, Come on. Well, it's like a fancy filing cabinet. It's not like a metal one. Filed under in for never wear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm on the road, when I travel, I bring socks. And it was always an inconvenience if you fucking lose a sock and then you mis mix. They match. I can't how, fucking speak. How do you my, lose a my, sock? My, well, they just vanish. What do you mean, how do you lose a sock? I feel like the sock is the most relatably lost thing. Uh, it, it just they vanish. You never find pairs. Yeah, you never find pairs, though. It's a constant oh. struggle for pairs. So I gave away all my socks. And then I just bought like 40 pairs from Costco, all of the same, and I just don't think about it. What if socks w worked like kids' mittens? Like, do you ever have a pair of mittens where they were attached with string and they mm. go down your sleeve, like around <laughs> your back and down the other one? What if socks went up each leg of your shorts or trousers and were connected that way? That makes sense. Ah, that just seems like it would get dirty. I'm not a fan. Like, I'm okay. We just get no socks unless I'm going okay. to someone's house. That'll follow the rules. I'm not a monster. I wouldn't subject somebody to that. Getting away. Do we any other talk about socks? Because there's something I want to press. Are we good with socks? Uh, well, you know, I, I would like to point out, I think we are still releasing two left socks at are some we? point. I think so. I'm not yeah, sure. What happened with that? I think that it takes longer to get socks made than other things. Uh, they're not they're not print on demand socks unfortunately also one episode you're like we need to do the sock thing and then the next episode you're like i'm fucking done with socks let's never talk about socks again so it's kind of yeah like but i still want to sell them i still want to okay. i still want people to be able to enjoy the the bit i mean sure. technically andrew this is a new conversation about socks this isn't it's true rehashing jeff's uh stupid foot thing that this has nothing to do with the mysteries of my feet, and it wouldn't at all have even come up if you hadn't brought it up, Andrew. I was not going to mention. I wasn't going to make the oh, correlation. The product was absolutely connected to that, but that's fine. What, that's what are you going to say? Uh, I was going to say while we're talking about merch, uh, should we should we figure out the record thing at some point? Yeah, I have something to say about that. So we have a, a merchandise chat, and uh, we're we're talking about somebody. In the community suggested we do a vinyl of an episode of the show. 
which my daughter told me is a good idea, and that's all I need. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fun thing. Like, we could do art on the on the thing. It's just, it'd be kind of a cool collectible to have. There's discussion, like, what episode, and we're kind of leaning towards the first. And then there was talk of, like, well, what if we just redo the first episode word for word? I've done, that's fluke face. You're just fucking yeah. describing fluke face. We've done that. No, 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 that's not what I was suggesting at all. And the, the and to further make sense of it, Gavin said maybe we should do episode 16, I said we should do episode one. Gavin brought up the point that episode one of Face is not very good. It's not, it's not worth listening to. It doesn't it's reflect not, what we became. Yeah, it doesn't. I would say the last 15 minutes are, are okay, but the first 20 is, is a little rough. So I do agree. It feels weird to celebrate that. So what I was saying, Andrew, is not to redo it word for word, but to look at the topics that we covered and then put those uh, in our heads and then go through it again and do like a fresh second take now that we're so much more comfortable doing face so it's essentially the same conversation it's not word for word <laughs> it's just it's similar but we're better at it and then we put that on the record and then it's episode one like hd george lucas version whatever <laughs> right and the, the only way edition. to hear it yeah special edition the only way to hear it is on that record which then increases the value of the record and it doesn't fuck with the timeline of the podcast online what if it's a great thought but what if the vinyl was the first thing we recorded in person? Well, when are we going to do that? We're fucking going to release a vinyl in 2024? Like, what, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we could, we could all meet up this year. Potentially, yeah, I guess. But that's like a long way. Like, we're putting that on ice for a while. I mean, I think, and also, Andrew, it's going to take Andrew, he's going to need at least six weeks notice to start the trip. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if I could survive making it out of my place. I wouldn't be surprised if Andrew, for some random reason was the last person in the entirety of canada to get vaccinated i'm sure we can figure that out it wouldn't be on purpose i'd love to get the vaccine i think the problem with doing your idea jeff rehashing i remember episode one pretty clearly because it's one of the only episodes i've ever listened to because i re-recorded it when i did fluke face yes i don't think there's really any updates to uh the kind of main topics of that episode i still haven't got my hair cut I'm still not allowed to go to the retirement home. I don't even know if that guy's still working. Um, Was that basket weaving in that one? Uh, that came later. We'll just have that conversation again. Just imagine if we were like, all right, that was good. Let's do it again. Take two. We're not Got following it. the script word for word, but we're just going over the same themes. Maybe we add a little bit more to it. Maybe we remember the story a little bit differently, but we're more confident. We've got more chemistry. We've worked, you know, we've, we're better at what we're doing. We're, we're, we're past our 10,000 hours of Sure. Shit. Yeah. That's fair. I just I don't I don't know what other takes we would have on the subjects of that. episode. I also don't care enough one way or the other to make a big deal out of it. We could also not make the album or we could make the album and put episode one on it or we could make the album and put episode 16 on it uh, or we could <laughs> just fucking we could we could throw a dart at a board and use that episode for all I care. I just want to make, a, make record. a cassette. What about cassettes? We could do that, too. But I would Nobody's like making to, uh, cassettes real to real tape. Yeah, we can make it. We can make an eight track. We can make a yeah. laser disc, an audio only laser. Oh disc. man, that'd be great. Laser discs were awesome. Yeah, they huge. Were. I never, I never touched one. Really, really, they were pretty fancy and for pretty rich people. It was like a big DVD, wasn't it? Yeah, my mom, uh, like my grandma, had a friend who had one, and we would go over and watch the Star Wars laser disc sometimes. Ooh, mm. yeah. fancy. Well, you know, remember when the salad cream was big on f face and uh, we had all this build up and then Andrew, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you would call what he did to that bit. He definitely what improved it, but it was not what I expected. Well, you, you I take, I confirm once again, I, I reject that before we just go too far. I want to bring up something because we keep forgetting this. Oh, okay. Gavin, you and I talked about this immediately. Jeff, are you good with merch? We want to go back to merch. Are you good with socks? Uh, I don't think we got an answer to what episode we're going to release, but I don't <laughs> No, I'm definitely going to well, were hoping for a resolution? I was hoping to, to give Tony and, and Robert some marching orders. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We can okay. do that later. Great. Thank you. I have a very important question for you, Jeff. <sighs> Where the fuck is the porta potty? What's oh, going yeah. on with the porta potty? You're asking me? I'm asking you. Where the fuck is the porta potty? Uh, well, first off, I don't appreciate your, your aggressive tone. No, I'm being very aggressive. I bought you that as a very fucking expensive gift that was out of the kindness of my heart. Where's the porta potty? Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Oh, come you on. No, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? 
I mean, I don't know where it is. Uh, they okay. definitely, they have definitely called. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I wasn't available to take the call when they called. And they left me a message, a very nice message, about delivering a porta potty, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, leads me to believe that it is real and does yeah. exist. No, it uh, does. Unfortunately, as far as we know, uh, the number to call them back was garbled. Uh, <laughs> and then it's, I don't know, it got deleted or something. So I couldn't, I could never what find the number to call them back. Yeah. And then, it's uh, in your history. Uh, it wasn't though. It was weird. And then, uh, no, it- and, and then they called again and left another message. And then the same thing happened. And then they called a third time. And, and unbelievably, I missed that call too. Uh, and so we are, we just keep missing each other. Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem with that. I know it's frustrating, right? It's frustrating no, for me too. No, it's no, it's not. I'm calling. We were in a fucking meeting yesterday, and you said word for word, "I'm trying to fucking dodge these calls." I've been working on dodging these calls left and right. You said it yesterday in passing. Eric was there. I don't know if Eric heard it, but you said it. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember saying it in that way. I can confirm he did say that. I I think say- I think I remember saying I I'm trying not to dodge these calls is what no. I remember saying. I think <laughs> I remember I'm, I'm I think doing I my best to like, dodge these porta potty calls, which I will not stand for. This is frustrating. I'm doing my best not to dodge these calls, but it just keeps being inconvenient. Jeff, if you do not get this porta potty, I will not stop sending you fucking porta potties until you get one. <laughs> Look, man, I want it too. No, they, you don't. They you have my address, Andrew. What am I supposed to do? You've got to consider. The carbon footprint of this porta potty's journey. He didn't buy one in Austin. He bought one in like Indiana or something. Then it's probably then if we're worried about the carbon footprint of it, then it's probably doing more good for the environment sitting in a warehouse somewhere in Austin. No. Not not being loaded onto a truck full of gas and coal. <laughs> it's while already made it. Belches destruction all the way to my house, destroying every bit of life in its wake. I don't want that for our Jeff, I want to I'm trying to create a, I'm, trying to, potty, I'm trying to keep a world around for my daughter and her kids. Let's think about the future. If that porta potty is not there, we're recording two episodes today. If that yeah. porta potty is not there by the next time we record, there will be consequences and it will not means. stop. It will not fucking stop. Oh, you, you just add another one to the cop. I like look, it. Look, man, look, man, I'm as frustrated It's going to go beyond port. No, you're not. You're stalling. <laughs> you're dodging this. You're doing everything you can. If I that port potty is not there by the next time that we record, there what will be fucking problems. What do you want me to do? Problem. They, what, they haven't the brought it. Get the fucking port potty It's there. What do you mean? What do you want me fucking call them? When I'm they call not, them, leave a thing. I don't have the guy's number. What do you mean? They called he you. They called you. I get so many phone. calls. Oh, shut I can't the tell fuck which one it is. up. That is I get so bullshit. much spam. I get 20 calls of spam a day. That's established. We've talked about that many times on the podcast. You could call them right now. You could. I don't, I don't know the number. Give me the number. They called okay. you. Are you. Fucking. I don't know. How many do. freight companies do you have phoning <laughs> you, Jeff? I don't know. Few. Zero, except for the fucking porta potty number. What was the last time they called? Uh, about a Four days ago? A while ago, because it arrived Maybe. in Austin on March 6th. This is almost <laughs> two weeks ago. I don't understand how it's my fault that I haven't received something that was sent to me. I I didn't ask for it. <laughs> because you're actively avoiding getting it. I, what do you mean you don't understand? I'm in my house. Bring it over right now. I haven't left. There's a pandemic. I haven't gone anywhere in a year. They know where I live. You Just gave him my address. Phone. Just answer the phone. I don't Just like to talk to strangers, phone. Andrew. I'm Just shy. Answer the phone. <laughs> Why don't they text me? I'll, I'll handle it with text. They can text me. No. If that porta potty isn't there, it's 2021. I'm not doing this like it's 1965. They can text me. Mm. It could be a landline. <sighs> I don't think a lot of freight companies are there on mobiles. Really? Really, you don't? They probably got an, H- an HQ with some. 65 year old bloke on the on the phone okay i don't understand how i'm in trouble because some fucking hillbilly some fucking dipshit hillbilly freight company can't figure out how to get to my house no it's not that they need to organize for you to get it no it's not where they don't fucking know where you live they know where you live you need to be there to receive it i don't have to be here to receive it yes you do it's mainly that you're not only dodging the porta potty you're dodging content 
I'm not dodging content. That's what I'm so ashamed of. That's why I didn't think Jeff would ever do that. He is dodging content. That's right, Gavin. Talk to Eric about this. I thought Jeff would never do that. Regardless of the inconvenience, this is content, and Jeff wouldn't skip that. Goes That goes against everything he stands for. You're breaking your own personal code, Jeff. I just realized, I just realized what I'm going to do with this porta potty when I get it. Yeah? What's that? Well, when I receive the content in mm-hmm. my front yard, sure, I'm then going to uh, make sure that nobody else dodges that content by sending it on a journey to everybody's house. So yeah, Nick will get it idea. next. I have Nick's address. Nick will get it next. And then I'll send it to Eric's house for a while until he gets sick of it because I do know where Eric lives because I have his address. And then I'll leave it at Gavin's house and then he can figure it out. So you're gonna collect them as well? I'll call. I'll. I'll. I'll get the. I'll get the. I'll. I tell you what. When the people show up to drop it off, I'll get their landline number and I'll uh-huh. call them back <laughs> and I'll say, "Hey, I got a pickup at Eric Bedour's house. Can you take it over to Gavin Free's house?" And he'll be like, "Aye, aye, Captain. It's 1962 over here. Still, we'll do it." <laughs> I don't. I like this. You're right. You're right. I like this. I hope I don't. I mean, I hope I. I just hope that the next time they call, I'm. I'm not in I'm in a place where I can answer it I'll and get you that the we can that we can end up having the conversation and then that we can get this worked out because I am excited about the future of this porta potty and the journey it's about to take. Do you have your dolly, your hand truck ready? I do have it ready. The tires are flat, but I will air them up. All right. Pretty good. Yeah. Hope Eric and Nick have got theirs ready too. Gavin, you'll need one as well. <sighs> Like I could probably throw it in the back of Emily's car and or SUV and take it to you, Gav. Yeah, that's, a <laughs> that's a good point. Thanks, Andrew. You're right. This is going to be good content. We already talked about this. If this comes around on me, I know it wasn't intentional. I know it wasn't your aim, but mm-hmm. uh, that's going to mean, you know, that might mean a change of of my path through the story. Yeah, I don't know what that means. What 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 does that even mean? What you, you might get some collateral, you know, splashback. From from my end. Oh, I'm fully prepared. See, I expected Jeff to take the porta potty and then come back at me for some reason. Even though it's a great gift, I expect a retaliation. What I never anticipated is Jeff just running from content. That's what shocked me. <laughs> I, I, I it sounds to me like I'm running towards content. Uh, you are now. It just keeps missing me. I feel like Jeff has salad creamed the porta potty. I think that's what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, but salad cream was five dollars in a grocery store. This is a one thousand dollar purchase, most expensive gift I've ever given anybody. Well, it it, it doesn't matter, Andrew, because I've got the sequel to salad cream for you. Okay. You said last week that you were open to pickles. No. What? No, I'm not open to pickles. Okay, you've closed. What that does that avenue. mean? You closed. No, the- I- no, 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 no. I was open to the concept of things being pickled. Right. I never okay, said fine. I was open to pickles. Whatever. That's, it still works. Okay. Have you heard of Branston pickle? No. Okay, so to me, when, when you're talking about pickles, like a pickle cucumber that you'd find in a burger and that, to me, that's like an American-style cucumber that I would call a gherkin. Like a, in, in, a, in a Big Mac, you got a gherkin in there. To me, pickle is like a brown paste that you get out of a jar. And that is your next salad cream. Excuse me? I want you to buy... Let me get a picture of it for you so we're all on the same page. Okay, but like, I don't like pickles. Right. But you like pickled onion. Okay. What does it taste like? So this, what this is, is uh, if you open this jar, you'll be greeted to a brown sort of slimy goo with very small chunks of pickled onion in there. And what you're going to do, Andrew, you're going to spread that onto... A sandwich, maybe with a bit of cheese in there. So maybe like a cheese and pickle sandwich. Hard cheese or soft cheese? Hard. Probably Hard. if if you aren't my opinion, I'd go for some a nice chunk of uh, British sharp cheddar and smear some of that on top. And that is a textbook British sandwich. So all the British people right now, they're like licking their lips. They're like, oh, he's describing the perfect British sandwich. Like they all uh, know they all know I what you're talking about. I think they'll know what I'm talking about. I, don't, I think it is quite a polarizing thing i wasn't a fan of it until my 20s i uh, i've always avoided branston pickle pickle in general is the uh is the consistency of branston pickle is it sort of like vegemite or is it more like jelly it's like a it's got chunks like it's crunchy so it's like preserves it's all in like a brown gunk 
Nothing about that sounds appealing or interesting. What's it taste like? It tastes pretty good, actually. It's definitely an acquired taste for me. Does it taste like pickles? Like your pickles? Uh, uh, like, um, like oh, I'm sorry, like our American gherkin pickles? No. Well, there's no cucumber in it. Mm. It's onion, yeah. I think. Is that the fucking, is that the sushi container? Yeah, that's the sushi. That's what took me down. That was the, those were the remnants. You can see the rip top left. It looks like a foot went through it. I can see the corners ripped. Yeah. Is yeah, that? Yeah, no. a, yeah, that reminds me. Before we started the show, you were saying something about being all hopped up on painkillers. Yeah, what happened? Oh, oh, yeah, my, my ankle exploded. Just <laughs> you, uh. Andrew texted me earlier. Like a, like the <laughs> shitty bathroom at the Vans? No, uh, not that bad, but like bad. He texted me earlier and he said, he just wrote, one of your favorite comedic things happened. And I was, I read that. I thought about it for a few minutes. I just replied, you rolled an ankle. And he replied, blew it out. What does that oh, mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it, it means I, I, my ankle kind of exploded. Um, because last week your ankle was at, it was in good shape. It was your back, I think, that was the problem. We were discussing, we were discussing the marathon. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was excited about it. I was, uh, I was ready. I was, I was feeling like the marathon was going to happen. Then, uh, you know, I get I get made fun of. I get teased for the fact that I keep so many things in my room uh, at the waffle maker. I have a Keurig still next to my bed. I was just walking to the kitchen and then all of a sudden I had a sharp pain in my ankle. I thought that's not good. Took a few steps. Still hurt. Six hours later, whole ankle swollen. Just the entire thing. <laughs> Tire ankle fucking just twisted in every angle. I was up until 5 a.m. just rolling constantly saying nowhere is good. Nowhere is comfortable. No matter what <laughs> position my foot is in, radiating pain. Just the absolute worst. You somehow have these colossal injuries that don't have a story. Like that, no. That's just like nope. the, the anti-ankle story. Yeah. Yet somehow you're completely immobilized. What happened? I just walk into the kitchen, which is what you, you, I'm scared now. I'm scared to go in that kitchen. I was just walking there. And then all of a sudden I did something to my foot and now I can't walk. I can't stand. Oh, it's bad. It's a bad injury. You know what it is? What? Go ahead. I do know what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. I think you were a real like legendary piece of shit in a previous life. Ah. And you are paying karma for like some previous version of you. And it's totally unfair because you're a decent dude. But the mm -hmm. old you like the pre the previous Andrew Last, must have yeah. been a must have been a real shithead. Yeah. I mean, that's viable, I guess. So we're, we're now potentially months out from the marathon again. No, I think I don't think it'll be that bad. Although I'm I'm on a lot of painkillers right now, so maybe I'm I'm underestimated. I'm hiding the, the pain is being masked. What but. percentage of painkillers taken throughout your life have gone to the ankle area? Oh, ninety percent easily. <laughs> Solid ninety. I, I'd say I've taken more for ankle injuries than I have like a headache, without a doubt. Like, I'm like I'm like Achilles, but everything's bad and the ankles are just worse, like reverse Achilles. How do you do anything? I don't understand. It can just give out at any time for no reason. I I think I must maybe I heard it in the fall, the sushi fall, and it, it's just been hanging by a thread and then I just did oh, an yeah. awkward angle. Well like the the back pain was delayed, so maybe the ankle was on an even longer delay. I think so, yeah. That's a great point. But uh, yeah, not good. You need surgery, yeah. I think. I don't think it's a surgery thing. I don't know. I'm not. What, what else would it be? I don't know. Well, it's like, not sustainable. Get an x-rayed. It's not, but I don't think it needs. It's not like I broke anything. It's just like a tendon thing. I've always had bad ankles. Couldn't skate for shit. It was bad. Not a great <laughs> skater. Listen, man. I've always had bad ankles. So like, eh. That's the way to go through life. You're not getting any younger. It's only going to get worse. You should, you should fix it now. Do physical therapy or whatever. Yeah, there's still time, Andrew. Don't give up on your ankles. Envision a life where you can roll over on the left side of your body and not sprain your ankle while you're sleeping. That should be possible. It's very rare. It, the ankle thing kind of recovered for a while, and it's just been recently. The past three months, I guess. Two ankle injuries. This one won't be bad. I think this will be okay. It was just funny, like, the, the level of which it was swollen. It's like the whole, the whole, every angle. It's like I pulled every muscle from every possible angle. So you just look pull. like a tree stump from the knee down? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, but it's like a bumpy tree stump. It's, it's like you're trying to feel out a word or something. Uh, it, it goes up <laughs> and down. Like there's braille inside your leg. Yeah, that just it's, says, yeah it's like braille. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's, so that's my ankle. Yeah, it's not great, but it, well, it'll be fine. Maybe don't go to the kitchen for a while. 
That's what I'm saying. Sounds pretty dangerous. It is, yeah. I, Keurig on, on next to your bed is such a good idea. I'd still recommend that. Do you have carpet in your bedroom? No, I do not. I think, I think you could do with more carpet. I think that will soften things for you. Less slipping. No. Uh, well, maybe less slipping, but I don't know. Carpet, I, I'm not a fan. Are you still cooking with your Keurig? Yeah. Yeah, if I ramen, yeah. How many, how many meals a day would you say you eat through the Keurig? Not often many meals per day. I will say I've made more ramen significantly than I have made coffee using my Keurig machine. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Do you, would you say that the Keurig company is potentially even uh, like misadvertising uh, and missing a whole, uh, whole market that they don't understand? They should definitely be promoting it for sure. Yeah. I'd say ramen number one, number two hot chocolate, and then very distant coffee. I don't think I've made a coffee since we did the show. I'm sure they could make a nice big fat slot that you could put in a slab of ramen and it would slowly dispense <laughs> out. <gasps> That's a brilliant idea. You just load, like a Pez dispenser, you just load a ramen <laughs> cartridge in. And then you basically like, get like enough ramen that it looks like a full loaf of bread and you just stack them in and it just Oh dispenses. my God. We need uh, dibs. We got that Re- registered trademark. That's uh, a f- face. Uh, that's f- face. F- face trademark. See, the, re- the thing is, there's a reason that hasn't been made yet. And usually you can sort of think forwardly towards why that is. I don't know why that wouldn't work. Yeah, everybody said that, but they, they said that about the meat bracelet. But in three <laughs> years, you won't be able to go to Town Lake without watch pe- watching people eat meat while they're <laughs> jogging down the fucking trail. You'll see. <laughs> Maybe like the ramen-y crumbs would eventually. I don't know. I think that could work. Oh, wait, how does it disperse? Like, do you put it in a container and then pull it out? or I imagine you would stack up, you'd stack your ramen, they would be stacked on, and you press like one or two and it would just go, and it, it would fall into the machine into I, a mm. chamber full of boiling water and it would sit in there for a while and then it would dispense through a little nozzle as loose flowing ramen. I don't want loose flowing ramen. That doesn't sound What good. do you mean? Here's what it looks like. It's how right. do you eat it? No, I don't. You load the ramen in like it's a VCR, right? And then you shut it. Yeah. And then you hit a button, and then it makes a little noise. And then two minutes later, where you know how you, you ever seen how like when people pull pasta out when they're rolling yeah. pasta, it looks mm-hmm. like that. It just kind of bubbles out that. It just kind of drops down into a bowl with with the liquid. And I assume instead of a pouch of the flavor, instead of like individual pouches per ramen, you would just have like a internal canister full of that stuff, and you can pick the flavor. As you're putting the noodles through, and it would just apply it. Yeah, or the the noodles come pre-treated with their flavor, even maybe. Yeah. Okay. Possible. I just I don't like the idea yeah. of having ramen out of a nozzle. That just seems upsetting to me. <laughs> Why not? It just seems upsetting. There's nothing appealing about that to me in any way. That just seems bad. I wouldn't want that. You have a waffle in a bottle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but I don't even know if we can call that a waffle at this point. Although I thought, <laughs> should I try to cook that just out of curiosity? What would that turn out like? Before this episode ends, I wanted to ask Eric how uh, budget conversations went. No, there have been people that have reached out, and uh, we will be getting more budget in the coming weeks. Don't worry about it right now, and this also isn't pertinent to anyone listening that they would need to know anything about this. No, it is. It is, because we had the conversation, our behind-the-scenes conversation, in front of the audience. We so. Yeah, I agree, and that's the only time that needs to happen. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. so it only needs to happen when it's a behind-the-scenes conversation in front of the audience. I see. Do you guys want to have a behind-the-scenes conversation in front of the audience right now? Yeah. Sure. Okay. What, uh, what's this thing about budget I keep hearing about? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't really listening. Yeah, what's up with that, Eric? <laughs> Something about budget? I think we lost Eric. Yeah, I don't think he wants to unmute. Andrew, I'm trying. I'm doing this for you. I'm making it. I'm making sure that all of the future porta potties that you send to Jeff's house, I'm making sure they don't come out of your pocket. Let me stop you right there before you continue. Okay. Don't say when you send to Jeff's house. That's not what's happening here. Andrew might send them through my house, but they're not going to my house because they don't <laughs> stay here. They go from my. I'm a. Think of me as another warehouse. I receive the porta potty, and then I determine: does it go to to Nick? Eric or Gavin, or maybe back to Andrew if I want to pay Ooh. international fees. I just, I just wanted to make that distinction. Real <laughs> it never quick. came Sorry. from Andrew. No. Well, maybe it, it, it wasn't a Canadian porta potty. No. Well, maybe it will go to Andrew. Hmm. hmm. Well, first you have to receive it. That's step one. <laughs> Get that fucking porta potty. If they would, uh, give me a call. I gave you a number. People. I posted a number. I think at this point, 
we're we're in a different game where Jeff is seeing how long this porta potty can stay in limbo, <laughs> which is also interesting. It's going to be real interesting when a fucking Armada porta potty show up. That's going to be great. Oh, what's this? A tracking number? That's the tracking. I gave you a number. I gave you a website. You have no excuses. You can't. I'm not. You can't make me work on your thing. Well, you you refuse to. I fucking refuse to. I'm Jeff. right here. I'm right yeah. here, man. Yeah, call him. Just call him. Do, do a simple thing. I can't. Do I'm doing a podcast. Nah, no. What do you mean? You can't. This is hardly a podcast. To call this a podcast is very generous. I was. I was <laughs> getting fair. grief. Uh, in the other one, because I said I didn't, well, I, I don't know where Indiana is, and everyone pointed out that I've been there. That doesn't, I feel like that changes nothing. I've, you can fly to a place and have no idea where it is, right? Absolutely. I've been to like 30 states. If you ask me to point where they all are, absolutely no idea. I'm not flying if, the plane. Do I need to know yeah. that? No, I agree with you. Also, it's like every single person, every, it's, <clears throat> I'll, I'm going to guess it's Americans, you know, because it's in Indiana is in America. And uh, so I'm going to guess it's Americans making fun of you for not knowing where Indiana has been, even though they've been there. <laughs> I bet you none of those motherfuckers can point to three cities on a map in England and say what they are. I'm sure if you were like, point to Nottingham, they'd be like, uh. I'm sure if they've been to Nottingham, fine. But if they'd also I been to 27 other cities in England, I don't think <laughs> yeah. they would necessarily be able to point out where Bath is. Yeah. Or Ealing. Or Slough. Slough. Stains or e East Farvenberg. Well, East uh, East Havermeyer. Yeah, Hull Har Harvard Farzenmar. <laughs> Northern nor North. Northern nor North. Northern. Uh, those are old dumb jokes. Uh, should we stop doing this podcast? Yeah, right now? I, yeah. I think we're good. We got to do another one. So end this. Andrew, do you need to pill up or anything or before the next one? No, no, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, well, this is the end of that podcast then. Oh, it trailed off. It, it ended on a bit quite low energy, didn't it? Oh, what do you mean? Well, <clears throat> no, I can see how you would say that. How would you like to uh, rectify that? Do you want? No, to I agree. It ended on lower energy, but we want the openings to also have low energy. So, isn't that a bookend for both things, or is that too low? Maybe we we go low and we end high. Is okay. <laughs> well, you love it when you go high, so please end the show on a high note, Jeff. Okay. Hey man, thanks for listening to another episode of the F Face Podcast. This has been Jeff and Andrew and Gavin, the baby Raymond, and Nick did the editing and did the sound, and Eric did nothing but be grumpy because we asked him about his job and he doesn't want to talk about it. And he's all like, brr, 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 brr. and uh, hopefully you liked it and you laughed and maybe it even caused you to think a little bit about something different. And uh, if you're the porta potty guy, give me a call. I'm here right now. I'll answer if I can. And uh, although I get pretty busy pretty fast, so maybe I can't. I don't know. You sound anyway, like Jack. You sound like Jack. What does that mean? It just sounded like Jack. You just interrupted the outro. Was I'm sorry. It was just like really like, I didn't know if it was like on purpose. It was just like really. You're right. Me. Yeah. I was trying to start low to work high so I could build it up. And I feel like you just totally cut that off. I mean, you could take the torch. You could continue at Jeff's energy level and go. Can we just end this. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thank <laughs> you guys did a great job. Great podcast, forty-four. Stay tuned, forty-five. See you next time. Is that good? Yeah, that was so, good. Ended medium. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's over. I don't think that's what I did, but fine. <laughs>